0: Welcome everybody to the American Outlaws podcast, the soccer podcast. Are we recording, Justin? You look
1: Yeah, weird. we're recording. Welcome everybody <laughs> to the
0: American Outlaws podcast, the soccer podcast, where we talk about soccer games and kicking goals. I'm your host for the day and for the 50 or 60 or so episodes that we've done of this. I'm Corey Donahue, joined as always by co-host... AO Mastermind, Justin Brunkin. Hello, Justin.
1: Hey, Corey. It's been a while.
0: As Stan One said, it has been a while. <laughs> and, uh, it's the first time i said time. that and
1: you haven't sung it.
0: You're welcome. That's good.
1: I appreciate uh,
0: that. You're welcome for that. And I'm trying to think, what episode number are we on? Doesn't matter. Okay, we're in the high 50s, I'm going to say. 50s. 50s yes. or 60s i'm trying to think of a time when we've ever done a morning podcast other than today oh
1: i just opened a beer
0: is that not <laughs> good i guess we're out of the morning times <laughs> it's morning that's still. celebratory but it's the holidays. it's a weekday it's a holiday it's a morning justin's drinking nothing new there mm-hmm. uh you'd think we'd bring energy positive you know positive energy a lot of thought, a lot of uh, on-off-the-cuff quips and jokes. We'll see if it plays out. Uh, thank you all for joining us. Thanks for being around with American Outlaws for twelve years. Yeah. A little more than twelve years. That's stupid.
1: Yeah, we're going into a whole new decade. That's crazy. Can we to think just about.
0: end it at twelve? Twelve. <laughs> Twelve seems like a good number to end. It's, just to end American Outlaws. Well, it's very divisible. I mean, you is got the three, li- the four. Is this the, the six. podcast
1: announcing that we're just, just we're done with it?
0: No, I'm just thinking out loud. Oh. <laughs> it, it seems like a good number, twelve. Uh, the men's team is on the downside. It has been anyway. That's what but it, it feels has a like. Future. That's
1: what it felt like in 2019, <laughs> at least. Yeah. Maybe, There's some debate.
0: Is it our fault, do you think? What percentage there What are, percentage of our downfall over the last 2 years do you lay at American Outlaws feet? <laughs> at our feet? Yeah.
1: I don't know. All we do is sh- you know, everyone just shows up to games and works their butt off in the stands. Yeah. I don't I don't try to support. I don't there are people that like blame American Outlaws for not making the World Cup. How can like cuz it coincides with like Like some people are saying like, oh, hey, some people are saying everything in the world. Oh, my gosh. The Internet. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are saying everything. The Internet in 2019 was a blaze. (laughs) It was a blaze of hot takes. I'm not too worried about people people blaming us. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not
0: too worried about people blaming us. Uh, Could every single soccer fan in this country do more? Sure. That's that's a fact. I I should be coaching a, a... kids team i i really do think i should be doing that i don't have time but yeah, we I, don't
1: have time i would love to
0: my three month old is gonna turn four or five someday and that's when i'm gonna really kick in i think
1: yeah there's some news how's that going Corey?
0: yeah it's new human my eyes are half open uh no she's good three months yesterday was yesterday was her three month birthday that's a quarter of a year justin mm. we made it we're over the hump. Everything's easier you're, from here. You're almost there, Corey. <laughs> right. You're so uh, close. Shout out, Everett. Um, yeah, I know. It's going all Right. Uh, nobody likes to hear people talk about their kids.
1: <laughs> no, I just wanted to give you congratulations, hey, Corey. thank you so much. You, you're you're doing. doing well. That's that's why there's been a little hiatus with this podcast. Is that right?
0: You waited yeah. for me? Well, We yeah, have been trying to the, schedule this for like the, three weeks. You're
1: the backbone of... The spine of this amazing podcast the, that we have. I'm the Aaron Long of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you'd say?
0: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Is he? Our, Would is you call our him the 2019 backbone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I hope not. He good this year. He had a good year. I look at my ASN 100. If you haven't been to American Soccer Now in a long time, it uh, I hadn't, and I it kind of came to me the other day. Do you ever go to AmericanSoccerNow.com? Uh-uh. I. Well, yeah. I used to. Quite yeah, I a used bit. to too, and I kind of forgot yeah. about it for a long time. I and I went back much there. About them. Still, still chugging. Mm. They have their ASN one hundred, which uh, is which just, I love that idea. I love and it. I'm too. glad they keep doing it. What it is for those of you who have never heard of it uh, is a free plug for American soccer. Yeah, they now. deserve it. They yeah, I love a brick it. Into that. Uh They rank in order the hundred best players in American soccer. You'll never guess who's number one.
1: Number one right now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah you guessed it yeah weird yeah uh i think the yeah, next ones
1: are, are probably uh there's a big variable i mean you can't have adams that high because he hasn't played in like
0: ages he's number two what? so i guess you do have him what he's, he's played the w- best player he's just on a he's but back don't now, know. Favorite, by the way yeah his first game he's back on a he's played, played
1: one game in 2019
0: i don't know how much stock i put into this if fabian johnson is in the top 10 still is he he's number eight Tim Ream played. was number nine. I don't know if I agree with that.
1: Tim Ream had the most minutes of 2019. Is that right? He's our backbone. All the story. Okay, yeah. Legend so you, from St. I'm the Tim Ream of this podcast. The backbone. That's, uh, he. That's a hot take, man. People either love or not like Tim Ream, and I don't get it. I. <laughs> well, you don't get it because you love or don't like. I, I
0: don't like him as a person.
1: I think I think Tim Ream. He plays hard every time he gets on the. field. Well, I think everybody should do that. That's, <laughs> I could do that. Sign me up. He does well
0: when he gets. I think out he there. does good against C and That's below true. competition. That's true. He's too. He, he's a good passer of the ball when he's playing wreck. <laughs> <Does> that help. <laughs> I loved him at Fulham. I, I used to be a Fulham fan a long time ago. Yes, I. That thing where when they dropped out, I couldn't follow him anymore, so I just quit. Well, it is tough and to actually follow him. I guess. I mean, say. it's I mean, it's getting easier to follow some of those like lower league teams, but. right? Well, this is in the 1900s. This is pre-internet. <laughs> That's an Alexi Lalas take. I guess. Full
1: man, that was the team to watch. Man. Full America, Back in the day. full America,
0: brother. Oh, I remember those days. Oh, I can't believe you think Tim Reem is a good player. A good, f- like he's so slow. A good he can't f- pass. Uh, well. He, again passes great in the rec league i mean he's not the, much like you he's not,
1: the fu- <laughs> he's not the future i can't play
0: any rec anymore <laughs> can't even, i can't even compete in wreck. and you thought you said all right i'm i'm good on my semi-competitive team i get injured every week yeah let's double it up and start playing in a second yeah, team i never said i'll smart. do it rec and it'll be like a warm-up three hours before yeah, my semi-cop game. Yeah. Really smart I, of you.
1: Yeah, thank you. How's that going? <laughs> not well. Not well. How are you running? Oh my gosh, my knees. I'm not running I at the why moment. That is. I like tape them up and I like can limp around on the field, but I still play because I love it.
0: I know. It's and that's the problem. I don't want to take a month off to to rest. My sister was in town. Uh, shout out Claire and was asking me if I still play, and I'm like, yeah, and. She goes really. I go yeah. I had a game Sunday night at ten ten p.m. I'm thirty seven years old and I'm doing that. She goes, why do you do that? I'm like, I love it. I there's no, as Landon Donovan once said, there is no replacement for playing. Am I right? Yeah. Oh, well, I agree. Speaking of the U.S. men's national team and the U.S. women's national teams, did a lot of playing in 2019. Mm. How's <laughs> that was mm. not for a segue? was a good
1: segue.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is this a year in review podcast? Are we talking about? How the men let us down, or or were amazing? Are we talking about how the women were horrible in 2019? (laughs) Are we talking about the U.S. Soccer board meeting that you went that you went to? Are we talking about your interview with the coach Gregor Berhalter and Ernie Stewart? Yes, you did that. That's an amazing thing that you did. Are we talking about U.S. Soccer fan issues? Oh my gosh! So.
1: Well, Sergino we There's a lot that the happened. The 2020 shirt. There's a contrast of teams. At least it felt like it on the internet uh, between the men's team and the women's team. What, what is? Uh, I think Alexi Lawless had a, a tweet and it was just like you know, in the fans. He I, tweets. Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> Some people don't follow him because they don't like him. I'm, I'm a Lawless fan. I understand the hate. I, yeah. I think he's just people he was
1: like in in the fans eyes the US women's national team can do no wrong and then the the. US men's national team can do no right <laughs> <laughs> and it was like a it was a it was a perfect summation of like 2019 yeah uh, basically because like the men's team could do no right and everything was like burning to the ground I, wrong uh, coach no good results why are these people not playing together why are they not playing well yeah. and then the women's team, just is the best team to ever be assembled. I
0: swear. Yeah. And couldn't lose. Yeah. We lost on the road to Canada and it felt like the absolute sky was falling in Canada. I mean, that was our first loss to them in 34 years, but they're a lot better now than they have been. Mo- most of those years. A few their players are a soon. lot better. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't think the, the effort they put in our our boys put in was pretty bad. Uh, so I agreed with the, hate. I was one of the haters. I was, I had my torch. Yeah, that was was bad. I
1: mean, it was bad. There's no denying that that is like worth yelling and getting pissed off about.
0: But if you look at 2019 as a whole and just think of kind of the, the whole work, I can't think of the word I'm trying to use, but, uh, let's see. We lost in the gold cup. final. We got second in the gold cup to mexico we were with uh, i was at that game in chicago that was the day we won the women's world cup uh that was a long day my so, god that was a long day yeah then going into an eighty thousand uh seat stadium full of mexico fans oh my <laughs> after being up and partying from since like 8 a.m because we won the world cup
1: but you think about it, we did what we're supposed to do in the gold cup we made it to the final right uh-huh. We play Mexico, and we played them okay, I guess.
0: I we played, We were the better team large parts of that game, I remember. Most years, but like you. We deservedly it, lost. I think. Yeah. They're better than us. Oh, for That's sure. Right
1: now, they are better than us. Yeah, so and, we did what we were supposed to do. And I'll, I'll get to like some of the stuff I saw at the board meeting when talking to Ernie, and I even had like an off-the-cuff sort of conversation with Ernie, which was interesting, and that guy's passionate. and
0: Cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> Stick around in
1: this pot. But, I mean, they're talking about, you know, they they think we're on the right track here, and people can agree and disagree to that. Uh, but they they're showing these stats about how this team was the youngest team in like a decade or something like that. Corey just jumped out of his chair. Justin, I'm leaning now. I'm just stating what they're what they're <laughs> saying, Corey, and uh, and how like. And all the, these parameters, they had this graph up on the board about passes completed, chances created, all this stuff, and it's been improving ever since, like the now the goals, the young two thousands. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, uh, even the goals too. It wins the losses. But obviously, we, this is probably the weakest schedule we had in like a year, um, as well. And so they had I mean, all this stuff as improving as a year, like as, as, as a calendar and, yeah.
0: year versus previous calendar Correct. years. Yeah, I and
1: it was you can argue about the youngest team or whatever, but <clears throat> this is what they're kind of saying, but they had like in the board meeting, like comparing us to Mexico and how we're still far off with the same parameters and numbers. Like they're only comparing us to Mexico. We're still far off. What about comparing us farther? We should be better than Mexico, right?
0: We have more resources. Yeah. Uh, I think, don't we? I mean, yeah. they, they maybe they have an arguably, I guess they have a better league in arguably. Um, they beat us in the, they beat our MLS teams in the in the uh, They definitely have a better tournament league. every year that yeah. I can't think of the name of. And um, their league's been around forever, their players are higher paid. Uh, their national team probably has arguably more history than ours does, but we have three hundred and fifty million people, we have or however many live in the United States now. We have how many
1: active players? playing uh, soccer. Yeah. Just in this country our
0: resources should be coaches and refs, and- that should yield us to, or our amount of resources should lead to us getting better than them and a widening gap every year. But for whatever reason, they're better than us and the gap has widened on that front. So, so the reason I got up when you said younger is cause I, I, I read an article about that board meeting and Ernie Stewart had some of the uh, what's the guy's name writes for Yahoo. Sorry, I forgot his name, Um, but he was at that meeting also. You know who I'm talking about? Uh, Um, What's his name? Uh, I'll look it up and bring it in the break or whatever, but he was doing an interview and and one of the things he said was a fascinating exchange at that meeting that you were at. The board meeting was that uh, Ernie Stewart was doing his presentation and he said their average, the average age of the U S men's national team was like a year younger than any previous U.S. men's national team yeah, it was like, when compared to previous World Cup cycles, so four-year cycles. And Sunil Galati, of all people, yeah, was there, spoke up and he said, how did you calculate that? Which, as a guy who makes presentations in engineering profession on statistics a lot, that's like uh, a question that you're worried to get. <laughs> cause yeah. it's, like, uh, it's hard to answer to people's uh, pleasure. Or what's the word? Uh, for them to accept it. Mm-hmm. Um anyway, but he he basically said that it was calculated at the start of every World Cup qualifying cycle, right? But when you look at previous World Cup qualifying cycles that didn't start until year 2 or 3 uh, year 3 of the cycle, so like September 20 or yeah. the th- the third year of the cycle. So the year before the World Cup that September would be when you calculate the previous ones, but this one he calculated at the start of the Nations Cup or mm. Nations League or whatever. So it's like you're not comparing apples to apples. And if you added, well, this isn't a perfect uh, comparison, but if you added a year to his average, it would be the same as a couple previous World Cup qualifying yeah. ages. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Well, yeah. have you done the math? Yeah, no, I, I have <laughs> their numbers.
1: I have not done the math. Yeah. But I mean.
0: But my point is that he. I don't, I don't know if he is deliberately trying to m- maybe I, I doubt it he, I, I it plays into their narrative for it sure is. and our but like we started a team this year that was our youngest team we've ever started that's a Correct. fact right yes. so least amount of caps and youngest
1: age average right yes and
0: you gotta assume there might be one or two or four young players who are gonna appear in the next two years and assuming we make the World Cup play in the next World Cup that might bring our average down we don't know you yeah, know?
1: yeah. From from my understanding too, the players seem to be a part of the progress.
0: I think they under
1: that they're bought in. Right. Which is key, uh at least.
0: <laughs> they're bought into Ernie's Whatever Ernie system. And Greg's system. Here's a
1: tidbit. I was talking to Ernie and
0: uh You got you call him Ernie.
1: Yeah, me, him. Yeah, Ernie. What, what am Oern. I supposed to call him? Mr. Stewart? Yeah, Mr. Stewart. <laughs> Mr. Professor Stewart. Mr. Stewart and Statistics I, professor. Mr. Stewart and I were having a, a nice conversation. Okay. And he was like, I thought, you know, we played the right system on the loss to Canada and actually probably looked worse on the win to Canada at home.
0: The one that we won yeah. 4-1 or yeah. whatever it was? Yeah. Is that what it was, 4-1? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... My reply to that would be, you're measuring the wrong things. <laughs> you are <laughs> looking at the wrong metric. Well,
1: we asked that question what to- What were the expected goals? We asked that question to Greg in this interview that we're going to talk about that we're going to be releasing here soon about a question that a lot of oh, our man. members had is that, um, I mean, you have this system. Everyone knows this and obviously help explain your system to a lot of people because- um and what you're looking for etc and maybe release some of this info but like would you change that for the players that are called into camp and at you that are available and to the opponent that you play and he answered that
0: what he said oh yeah he's teaser <laughs> you'll have to watch yeah
1: the... i mean I, I don't want to speak How... for him uh on that because i'd like to just have his words but i mean he, he that ba- what you call him? well that was from greg actually we asked greg about that <clears throat> and yeah he's he says that yes that in in his words it looks like he does try to change it but still in the same system yeah I, that's why i don't want to explain his words but i'd like to have people listen to it because we did ask that question cuz that's true right i mean he did change the system a bit against that canada game to win that game the second one yeah yeah,
0: yeah. i don't remember specifically they called it what they, they called changed. it uglier winning winning ugly <laughs> yeah i'm all for it yeah, sometimes We're you watch Nebraska basketball. Sometimes
1: you have to do that depending <laughs> on the opponent and some of the players that are called in. I get it. So I it's it's tough, I guess, and it's different. It's a challenge with the national team for sure.
0: Uh communication questions. Yeah. When uh I guess I think we could all agree that you, you said you talked to Ernie Stewart and he convinced you in a lot of ways. He or he had some eye opening thoughts and stats and and he's passionately thinking they're on the right track and when you're talking to him it's hard not to agree with him uh his or you told the me the board meeting presentation
1: maybe. was uh uninspiring oh, i okay. would say like when he's out in public he's not inspiring he's not a public spe- he's not he doesn't a sell anything that he's doing which i think is a tr- is a challenge and i don't want to defend a lot. Of what they're doing, I just want to kind of like put what they what they're trying to do out there. But when I did well, that, talk to him, like just on his own, like he was like into it, and I, he was like passionate. I love passion. I know when people care about something that they're gonna do this. I, you can argue all day if it's the right strategy, the right system, or well, whatever. That's the issue. Um, for sure, totally get it. Um, uh, but I'd rather have they somebody. They do care for sure. And it's like, but are they doing it passionately here, like, correct or passionately correct. incorrect? Right? And you can argue that all day. And right. and you can if you understand the systems and what what we're doing like he and I will say this and it's like they are aware of the youth system just sucking uh well without Being. any coaches <laughs> anything like that they are definitely aware of that I don't know how they're going to handle that because that was
0: a big thing I, I didn't mean that sucking thing I I I was trying to read what you were going to say but uh the. That was another big thing to come out of this, right, was that aren't they having a rule that all the youth national team coaches now have to live in Chicago? Correct.
1: And he answered that question, too. We asked that one specifically to uh, uh, Ernie. And by the way, these are all questions that uh, were literally asked on the member survey that we sent out a while ago and chapter leader calls. Um, and we literally put them down on paper and asked them exactly, really? <laughs> uh, obviously changing some cause some were like horribly insulting. <laughs> and so we're like, on, oh, let's ask this a nicer way. All right. Uh, um,
0: more professional. We asked nice why
1: way. and they answered and there's, there's reasons why even, even after the, uh, interview I talked to them about this, like, I mean,
0: Can we all I, I see then? both
1: sides of like how to, I mean, would you, I, would you not have a coach just because they're not willing to move if he's the if he or she is the right coach at the right time would you not have them on board because they can't move to chicago and and they may move to chicago eventually too so they're moving out of the u.s soccer house
0: yeah that was another thing to come out of that right yeah um sorry uh sorry momentary uh we're getting
1: packages delivered oh nice
0: (laughs) uh what was I going to say? Oh, one, one, a couple things come sparked to my mind. I, I've been a little hands off for the last three months for previously mentioned reasons. Uh, why do I have to hear this from you? Why, why why, have I not? I haven't read any of these stats in any reports by any, yeah. of, any of the news outlets. Do they do press conferences after? Yeah, I think they do, right? Sort of. Are we asking them these things? Are they presenting these? Well, that's kind of why we're doing this.
1: We we so one thing we're going to get to is like you know what are our plans, and we're trying to get them to understand that they need to communicate this stuff. Like fans are wanting to know uh, uh, why or answers to these questions that they have and the concerns and and what are these stats and can we share these graphs and numbers that they're trying to figure out what's their system. So that's why we have those interviews with them. That's why we're going to continue to have meetings with Carlos and others to try to get that information. They they created a uh, a Coms Twitter account to hopefully do a lot of this stuff there. Um, I told, I remember telling like Greg and Ernie, it's like guys, just just tell people this. Have this conversation directly to. Were the, they worried at all about
0: the, f- the fans? About transparency to other uh, teams or competing nations about what they're trying to do or, Oh, no, I never heard that. I don't know. So why wouldn't they release all this stuff? I, I'm not a coach and I don't pretend like they know infinitely more about what happens X's and O's than I will ever. But it just seems like you've got a fan base that is not trusting you at the moment, you know, on the men's side, uh, you've got, and it shows in, in attendances, like, yeah, They put that game in Orlando. I don't remember what the attendance was, but it was like a third of what the last must-win game that was there, right? And or half at least. And it just seems like, like uh, we got a lot of fans who aren't informed. And at some point, it's not the fans' fault anymore. No, (laughs) and I don't. I don't. You know, I don't know. I don't know if it's the media. I don't know if it's U.S. Soccer that needs a. up their game. I don't know what it is. I think it's all the
1: above. I think, you know, we are now,
0: it could be us. We, I mean, we never knew what,
1: you know, we're, we're now trying to make, uh, more advocacy and elevating voices even more than ever trying to get more information out there and just unfiltered and just try to ask these questions, get these interviews kind of forcing us soccer, even though they did invite us to Chicago for this. And literally
0: called us specifically saying, I know. Sorry, go ahead. I
1: think it's some in the media media are just like, You know cherry picking some things and Uh, making it sometimes worse than it is and not saying it's not bad um i think fans are they get heated which they are because they're passionate i think it's a lot and and i I know winning helps but um i think the more we can get stuff out there in front of people i think the better that's what we're trying to do so um, i think we're we're talking to about ticket prices we we heard our members and, you know, talking about why they're scheduling games, where, why, why are they doing this, even about recruiting and scouting. We even asked Brian Ramidi, who's like the acting CEO-ish person about, you know, whether putting money to scouting, what they're trying to do, even inner city stuff and all these questions we asked. Do they
0: have good answers in your opinion? Or I, guess I think so. We'll I
1: mean, read? I thought they were pretty open and they all said like any time, let's ask these questions and the questions- Will do. <laughs> yeah so it's gonna be ongoing so that was one of the coolest things that, from a fan's perspective that maybe came out of the uh the men's side at least the uh craziness of 2019 is that you know we're working to get these questions answered so there's more transparency and hopefully accountability on
0: all sides i guess moving yeah I into think the future i you and i have talked in in i think there's yeah, I think there's a growing feeling in U.S. Soccer Federation house that, that they are not in in groupable. Is that the right word? Yeah. It, <laughs> uh, that I don't know. That they need to change some some of the inner workings, and I think that's obvious because of the glass door reviews and the way that they did this board meeting. They never d- would have done that board meeting public board meeting, you know, a year ago or two years ago. Yeah, before definitely not before the World Cup fiasco. The lack of qualifying. So, yeah, they even
1: created a talent committee. They called it that can uh, assess, uh, analyze, and promote and compensate. Where there's a committee that comes together that uh, determines all that stuff for like C level and CEO people, which they never had before either. Hmm. So, interesting. Yeah, what's what going on on
0: that front? Yeah,
1: it's interesting. I mean, there's good things that happened in 2019. So Geno Dest we got him
0: on the men's side. Yeah. yeah. Uh, pool sick is, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Deliciously that was probably amazing. our biggest win of the year. I would say was he's getting so a he, he is really is good. So good. He, he's like, yeah, his, his ceiling is so high and he's so good already. There there's little things that worry about. Like, I don't think his defending is the best, but like, or he's not the absolute top defender we've ever had, but like, you you don't care because he does so many other things so well that it just makes up for it and yeah he's he looks good um, I don't know some of the some of the players that I had really pegged to have a breakout year, like like Josh Sargent didn't have the most mm. amazing year this year he didn't have a ton of like the best fit Bobby Wood had, didn't had a pretty tough year I did think. he even like play at all I don't know I don't follow I, I don't follow him all that close but
1: I don't even think Wood even got into a game. Yeah, which is, is a bummer, man. Uh, I no offense to Zardes, I mean, there's no reason that Wood can't. You know, Zardes played 10 games last year, had know. the most goals. Like, yeah. how can how is Bobby Wood? Like, I, I he like, has a
0: higher ceiling than Zardes. Zardes is at his ceiling for sure, and he works right? his ass off. Like, yeah, you, you have to praise Zardes. He there's plays a lot of hate grit. For Zardes, you can't hate him. No, you can you can be upset that he's our best striker in our coach's eyes like you can be upset at that but you can't be mad at Zardes himself like well, we got to support him right yeah for sure as long as he's trying and playing his ass off which but, he does
1: yeah but i remember like out on the interwebs like no one's even talking about Bobby Woods so he must not be getting any anything in the german. yeah <laughs> i watched the german league a little bit and i just haven't heard much
0: yeah he's had a tough year
1: yeah that's a bummer we might have we uh, might have lost it <laughs> oh, bobby right Oh. It's, well, uh, on
0: the flip side of the coin, 2019 was an amazing year for the women's team. Oh, yeah. Just like we knew they were, you know, we've been, we at American Outlaws have been supporting them 100% the same as the men's team since, uh, for a long time. Uh, and we had 2019, going into 2019, we knew it was going to be a big year, hopefully, because we knew France was going to be an intense, Lunacy, an intense lunacy. Uh, it delivered. I would say it was super heartwarming, and it, it's like I don't know. You and I are Nebraska football, Nebraska basketball, sporting KC fans. Uh, what's our other one? I'm, try- <laughs> I'm blanking What? Uh, we had a we our, a lot of our teams suck right now, but they haven't uh, seen. Yeah, Nebraska. Well, are, remind keeps reminding us what it's like to ha- be behind a group of amazingly phenomenal athletes who are at the top of their game at the top of the world and keep and stay there s- somehow. Like, like the rest of the world made such jumps in competitiveness in the last four years to 2019. And yet we were still like head and shoulders above, in my opinion, everybody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if France can't beat us at home in that game, like we're just – I don't know. I don't know who, who's going to really, you know? No. Like, the, no. the final was never really in doubt, in my opinion. I think the only thing that they're
1: looking for, which they did, um, uh, the new coach, uh, Vlatko. Vlatko, uh is to find younger players that are going to step up because, like, some of the players are getting a little bit uh, older.
0: We got an Olympics next year. Yeah,
1: and this was interesting. <laughs> a little stark contrast from the men's team. Uh, Kate was talking. At One the, of many. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He was talking about uh, how it is important to change the, s- the system and the style of play from the World Cup to the Olympics if they're going to win the Olympics. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Not keep it, but change it. And I mean,
0: uh, Where is the Olympics next year?
1: Tokyo. This year. Like, well, Why is it yeah, so different?
0: What, what was her? She
1: didn't get into it, and I didn't have a chance to talk to That's her. That's interesting. Um, I wonder what that is. I mean, there's obviously and a new wh- coach. Uh, so I don't well, know. France won't be there for one thing. Maybe they need to change it up because people are, you know, I don't
0: know scouting us.
1: Maybe, but that's exactly what you said, and I found that super interesting. I made note of it. It's like, oh my gosh, this is like completely different than like the men's team. It's like, <laughs> who,
0: who are the players that won't be at the Olympics that that started and which starters will won't be uh, starting for the Olympics? Do you think Carly Lloyd's going to be there? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. Do well, I-, I guess Alex Morgan. Harley She's going to try to, but... She scored 16 goals last year. Yeah.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. In 23 ever, games. <laughs> well, She played 23 games. How many That's of so many games. Against
0: <laughs> Thailand. I don't think she what got that, that. group game? That, yeah, Thailand. It was yeah. like 13, 14, nothing. How many did she uh, have in that game? I don't know.
1: I don't remember either. <laughs> Kristen Press uh, played 24 games. 24 games. Really? For Just for... How many goals did she Just for the national team. Press. That's two games a month. How that's many goals? A, uh, she had five. Kristen Press. Yeah. One Twelve was that assists. Header? That was Twelve like,
0: assists. That header was got to be her best. I mean, biggest goal of her life, right? She's almost
1: double assist than anyone else, though.
0: Kristen Press. Yeah. Oh, that goal! Oh, that had been huge for her. And yet, Megan Rapinoe's winning in Ballon d'Or. Yeah, we. <laughs> I was on the
1: Real Football Show in Lincoln. We talked about that, and yeah, I mean, that's a. She's the most prolific player, and those are prolific awards. Goal,
0: yeah. If you count penalty kicks, which like,
1: like, she's just, she's just popular, uh, prolific is the right word. She's out in the open. She's she's gonna get the most press
0: for amazingly sav- media savvy media She's not,
1: she's fantastic
0: 100%. Yeah, she's very good.
1: You could argue that she is not the best player. <laughs> I <can laughs> from could argue last year. she
0: wasn't the best at her position. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, Kristen Press almost
0: probably, uh, Gave I, more. I like Mallory Pugh, but she doesn't start for whatever reason. I, I know. I, but yeah. Uh, so I think the key for them, <laughs> but yet, yeah, it's, it's, cr- I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't think Megan Rapinoe should have won the Ballon d'Or. Like she won, should have won. I think she won times uh, athlete of the year and sports Illustrated's like sports person of the year, I think. And just, yeah. she absolutely should have won those. I don't think she was the best soccer player on in the world no. in 2019 no so i don't know is that a hot take for, for i don't American think Ellis? so no <laughs> i will support that she did win it uh no she's I a can fantastic player she is
1: awesome uh she's fantastic respect the shit out of her no, for sure but like the best player in the world last year we love her
0: for sure i don't think so we gotta be real like <laughs> she wasn't so. the best soccer player on, on the field <laughs> on the planet
1: she was not the best soccer player on the planet last yeah. year
0: I don't. I don't agree with that decision.
1: Whatever. It's Whatever. not our
0: award. I don't know why I'm talking. shit Hey, about we it.
1: have a survey coming up at the end of the year, Corey, that our fans can vote for. Hey. The. Am I supposed to be running <laughs> Corey. Seriously. <laughs> Maybe Corey, if you want, Corey. Uh. Well, I should have started a long time ago. <laughs> well, members out there, Corey is be working on this really hard in the next oh, yeah. week. And, well, uh, I got to call the daycare. <laughs>
0: Keep another four hours. We
1: have a member survey, uh, hopefully coming out, uh, where you can vote on the most important player of the men's and women's teams. That we are creating brand new, amazing. Chris Donahue, actually, out of Kansas City, creating saw that. awesome They're sweet. new uh, trophies that they can put on their mantle next to their World Cup trophy
0: and medal. He's he's uh, designed and, or helped design and created the players trophies which were so popular in previous years and this year is a new design which is awesome i like it
1: it looks awesome at least in the in the beginning stages so uh if you want rapino to win vote if not
0: yeah vote for
1: uh rose lavelle yeah that's (laughs) Uh, i was gonna ask for yours as minus 1000 okay okay. so rose lavelle is probably i don't know you can argue the best player but from the numbers and like the minutes and stuff like that, I don't know you if she can like win it.
0: Old earn dog Stewart right now. <laughs> the gives numbers. a shit. Use
1: your eyes. Look at the look at the players. Ask who would you want on your team. The numbers. It has to be Kylie Lloyd. Uh, she doesn't even start. I know. Sixteen goals, twenty three games.
0: Oh my God, that's the dumbest Play. thing you've ever seen in your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> and Ao inter- intern. turn turn. would uh, Maddie would be furious at you for saying that. <laughs> Uh, well,
1: so, uh, yeah, new coach Jill Ellis retired, which we presented, uh, in Chicago, we presented her a really cool, uh, 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 canvas print designed by Ashley out of AO Orlando, which was really cool. We were there to present to him. I thought there was one. In it here. was,
0: it's, it's hanging up in the other room. Okay. Nice. Yeah, um, it's awesome. Congrats to Jill Ellis. My God. We had a lot of gripes before 2015 about her player selection and substitutions and all, I'll stick to it. I don't think she was playing the right players at the start of that tournament. And then I don't remember who the injuries were, but we had a couple key injuries. So she was forced to substitute. And then we were like steamrolled after that. (laughs) But that all sounds stupid for me to question her now because she's won back-to-back world cups. She's managed a lot of huge personalities and a lot of people who have worked their whole lives to be the best in the entire world at what they do. And like, she's done it really gracefully and has been, you know, made, uh, U.S. soccer, like she's like a gleaming light of U.S. soccer. So, uh, congrats to Jill Ellis. We've been lucky to have her for how long have we had her? Eight years or seven years ish? No, two World Cups. I don't know. So seven, at least something like that. five years. Yeah,
1: I can't remember I was seven. when she started, but I don't know. You should probably look that stuff up, but we never do.
0: Yeah, that's why we haven't. Darn! <laughs> yeah, they're asleep still. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Uh, but she okay. never, I don't, did she ever never won the olympics, olympics? yeah no. so so that's it's never shocking. been done before if we can win this world cup and it's the it's olympics kind of this a summer savvy
0: – well i think really of- for for fans it's a good deal i think just cuz i feel like a new coach coming in and having a huge tournament to coach towards is like a good mm-hmm. a good thing for the program for the women's team because i don't know there's just something about it that just clicks in my mind that like a new coach can can make big changes if necessary doesn't have to ride off of 2019 bring in new players and has like a very specific goal that that is an attainable goal that's a year away so i'm excited it's gonna be a fun year
1: yeah do you did you hear the proposal that fifa was thinking about doing in the women's world cup uh every two years
0: i had heard that (laughs) wasn't grant wall the a big proponent of that. What? of getting rid of the Olympics or like downsizing it a bunch in the women's game and having the women's world cup every two years. Huh? Or he said, mark me down as a fan of this idea. Huh? I, I don't know. Are
1: you? I am not. I haven't
0: thought about it a lot, but my, my first reaction is no, I don't, I like it every, I don't know. I, I think three years would be better. Four is just so, such a long wait. And like, I don't know. I Like, I would like to see more Messi in World Cups, you know? I'd like to see more uh, Carly Lloyd in World Cups. I'd like to see Rose Lavelle play in more than 12 World Cup games in her life or whatever it is that she'll play in, you know?
1: I mean, it is nice to have more meaningful tournaments instead I, of just, like, made-up, like she believes, and yeah. um, You're telling me that's not tournament meaningful? of nations where all the teams are invited. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I... But I like like that the that Olympics meaningful. isn't going to have
0: France at it, which is just stupid, right? Well,
1: that's Europe. That's Europe's
0: fault. That's uh, UEFA's yeah, fault. Yeah, but it takes away from the tournament. and And yeah. like it, it lends credence to the idea that there's more tournaments to get rid of the outliers of things like that that ruin tournaments. Like, when we win the Olympics, people, or if we win the Olympics, people could say, well, well yeah, France wasn't there. You know? Like, that's like a weird outlier, but.
1: Yeah, we may play them at She Believes Cup in March. We'll see where we're at. We could, yeah. <laughs> Don't know I, I, I have a, a good feeling. We have they announced the teams for that? Who knows?
0: No, but I, I would be willing to bet my house that France will be there. <laughs> not because we know anything, just because like yeah, because they have they they're know, not playing for the Olympics U.S. Soccer knows they want to sell <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tickets sure. and TV rights. Let's take a break. Yeah, let's take a break.
1: We'll talk about some uh, what's next and uh, some AO stuff, and uh, we'll talk then.
0: Well, I'll miss the sunshine, I'll miss the moon I'll miss the snow that put sparkles in the shoes But I am gone I am
1: gone If
0: this road leads to destruction, it's hell that I call home Like a kiss you darling But these hands are stained Like a forgiveness But it can't bring me home again No, it's my love No my bones. Welcome back to the American Outlaws podcast, the soccer podcast. We're still talking about soccer games and kicking goals. Oh, that's good. I'm Corey Donoghue. I'm here with Justin Brunk we're not joined by any guests today. Mostly because we have no one in our lives. We've annoyed oh, think- everyone with our fandom. They don't want anything to do with us anymore.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's the case.
0: Daughter won't look me in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Fired from my job. No, Uh <laughs> just kidding. Uh I don't know why I made those jokes. Welcome back for the End of the Decade podcast. There's no chance it's December 27th right now. There's no chance we're going to do another podcast this year. It's uh just striking me that there's 4 days left in the 2010s. I know. That's not so. Yeah. Uh God, there's been a lot of big moments in the 2010s for US soccer. If it's gone out with a thud, kind of. We should, uh, we should just
1: do a podcast. It uh, could be like three-hour the... podcast, like highlights of just being a fan in the, this last year. Let's decade. give you a top
0: moment by decade, 80s. <laughs> what? I'm I was born? Say, yeah. <laughs> Justin's birth, 90s. Same for me. That was my top, my top moment was your birth. Uh, 90s, 90s, it's... Uh, let's see, we played... 94. We host. I For me, it's Diana Ross missing the goal in the, <laughs> the opening ceremonies of the 94 World Cup and the goal falling apart and almost killing the goalkeeper. If you haven't seen that in your soccer game, you need to watch I it. I have seen that. Uh, just, it's also, the 99ers. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. But the Diana Ross. Thing. <laughs> uh, the 2000s. That was it for the 90s. <laughs> I think for 2000. For the 2000s, for me, it's Brian McBride's diving header against Portugal. Oh. I think that was like what really, really sealed U.S. soccer fandom in my. 2002 life. was
1: it was it for me too. Yeah.
0: That, just specifically that goal mm. was the kind of goalie I've never felt in my whole life and yeah in, in fandom. It like,
1: became addictive to us at that moment. I did a
0: somersault flip like I've never <laughs> done that. I did it. I ran. It was like what four in the morning yeah we were at Ryan Colson, you were there, right? yeah, you're at Ryan's house in the basement, and was that the one that that was uh, the one that put us three nil up, yeah, and uh we all went gleefully screaming at three in the morning into that fifth bedroom in their basement or whatever, and did like a, i did like a flip onto the bed, and I've never done anything like that it was that was amazing <laughs> <laughs> then then a couple of days later, we had the Lincoln Journal Star came and watched the game with us at. Five in the morning. Anyway, oh yeah. That'd be my moment of twenty two thousand or the two thousands. So the two thousand tens. That was your moment? Not even going to like the
1: World Cup in uh Germany?
0: Well that would be in two thousand ten, right? Or, no that no, was, was two thousand six. No, yeah, no, the Portugal game was <laughs> bigger <laughs> I <know>. than that. <laughs> the Germany World Cup was fun, but like yeah. we didn't play all, all yeah, that yeah. great. Okay, now we're in the two thousand Ghana game, but if I did still this decade to the one top moment, let's see, 2010 was South Africa. I mean, it's got to be that, right? It's 2010, Africa and
1: Brazil. Uh, I mean, the, if you're talking God, about one moment, uh, yeah, South Africa was the first World Cup I've been to. I know you went to Germany before that, and that was, oh, it was like nothing else. Like, that Algeria goal was incredible. But I think the Brazil World Cup, me personally, meant way more.
0: Sorry, I gotta note. say it again. I think mean, <laughs> <laughs> my daughter held hands with a friend at daycare and oh, I, they sent a picture. Oh my Oh my, God. my gosh. Ah. Yeah. Who cares, Corey?
1: Sorry, Pay attention. Ah. I don't care about your child. Yeah, no, but I she's got little hedgehog jammies. That is adorable. All right, sorry, go ahead. No, it's adorable.
0: <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> all right. What your child? No, me. <laughs> diverting our no. Blood.
1: Brazil, I think, personally meant way more. Brazil, yeah, I think just the whole thing of where we're where we're at, where I was at well, as a and, whole, yeah, yeah,
0: I'm talking about one just one shining one, moment one
1: shining moment, who's that song
0: by? I have no idea, I think anyway, it's a one hit wonder i I don't think you can beat that donovan Algeria goal that's it's just like it's like the cliche like I don't know, it is the biggest wonder.
1: roller coaster within like that was like we're out of the tournament just, to like winning the group,
0: yeah, and just massive and and I didn't see it coming. Like I would already given, not given up, but like I had already reckoned with the idea that we were going out and, and to be there was just, you know, mm. in the dog pile that ensued <laughs> in the stands. Oh my gosh. And just, just completely blown away. And then getting home or back to our hotel room and like, sitting and seeing it play out across the country. Like all the videos from the, Oh yeah. Showing and,
1: the the video from captain Jack's too, captain Jack specifically meant eight. so much. I mean, we've only been, a, I mean, American Alos has been around three, four years at that point, And it was just so cool to see how far it grow. Yeah. Already. God,
0: that was nuts. Yeah. The, a good point. The lead up to the, to the game, the March with the players going through us. And yeah, Brazil was obviously huge for us too. That was our biggest ever world cup package. Obviously, uh, Just the Dempsey goal immediately, and all the lead up to it. Yeah, that was cathartic. But
1: speaking of the 2010s, we had a good buddy of ours, Billy, uh, do this bracket uh, Yanks Abroad on Twitter, um, and uh, the goals of the decade.
0: So it was like a March Madness style bracket where you vote. Like sixty-four U.S. men's national were they all men's? Men's
1: national, uh, or was it women's in there? I think it was men's. I think national. women's was in. Th- uh, was women's in there?
0: I only saw it briefly. No, I think it was men's only. Oh, men's only. Okay, so. <laughs> oh well. <wow. laughs> you're going to. I, I saw a it when it Here's first a started. The,
1: the the four left are only men's, anyways. Okay. So
0: so I I saw it when it first started, and. Like the first day of it or whatever. And I and you're telling me we're down to the final four. Final four. And you're going to ask me to... You're the hoster. You're going <laughs> to ask me to guess the four? Or am I...
1: Yeah, I feel like this is easy. Okay, the land of Donovan
0: Algeria goal. Yeah. It's got to be one. Yep. Uh That Brian McBride diving header against Portugal. No. No?
1: No, this is de- last decade, not ever.
0: Oh, sorry. This decade. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Clint Dempsey's uh, first minute goal against Ghana. Yes. Brooks's header against Ghana. Yes. <laughs> uh, let me think. Let's see. We played Ghana, Portugal, Germany, and then uh, we lost against whoever the fuck. And then <laughs> let's see, two thousand ten would be. Oh, I, you said it's all men's, huh? Yeah. Uh, say, yeah, because there's, that, there's that England definitely, goal or that England save, uh, Neher that save. We'll just say yeah, it wasn't a goal, wasn't but it counts
1: goal. as much as one. And
0: um, there's
1: some Abby Wambach he- header that's Ooh, uh, absolutely Germany. critical or er, against Brazil. Yeah. In uh, Yeah. There's uh, a lot of. But
0: so yeah, this is 2010, just 2010. It's got to be from the World Cup. I mean. Donovan's LG hint goal. is it yes it I is from
1: a World Cup because of course it is
0: yeah I loved Michael Bradley's goal against Slovenia oh was yeah that one
1: it is not that one but that was uh, God, that a was top a one a top seed which I that was incredible oh that was so
0: good Donovan's goal that same game against Slovenia that top shelf near mm-hmm. post no took the keeper's head off no uh when was Clint Dempsey's goal against God? oh that was oh six. Uh, who do we play? You're
1: in 20- missing. You,
0: I know. Yeah. What am I doing here? Yeah we, yeah. we opened up against England. Was it Dempsey's like against the goalkeeper? Goalie should have saved against England. It, can't be, it couldn't <laughs> have been that one. No. We tied that. It's one of the most memorable we, goals.
1: But I don't know if it was. Uh, yeah. Know, that's not what the the bracket was. Oh my gosh! Against Green, where <clears throat> yeah, that was like all over the papers. Like they like ended Green's career. I yeah, think. and he was a good <laughs> keeper too.
0: Yeah. We lost against Ghana. Do- Demps or Donovan had a penalty. But before that we played.
1: I'm going to tell you because we got to move on. You're Sorry, in the yeah. wrong World Cup. All right. Go.
0: Oh. Brazil still. Yeah. Uh, I'm forgetting one. So I'm I'm blanking.
1: Yeah. It, the Jones.
0: Oh, yeah. The curler. Jones screamer. That was a screamer. Versus Portugal. I'm trying to think where that was in the score line because we were we were down one nothing right away. Yeah, and Jones it scored was, first. Yeah, and then Zusi put in that cross and Dempsey scored off his stomach or whatever <laughs> yeah. to, to, to put us up two one. Yeah, and, and then, then they, Ronaldo scored. Gut
1: punch. Yeah, I right, think it was Ronaldo. Right. Yeah. No, I think he crossed it. Oh, maybe you're right. Lane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: God. All right, those are a good four to Dude, pick from. Yeah. Those are the best. God, four. those feel like a lifetime. That feels like a different team almost, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, hundred percent, It's a different team. I was, I was. Uh, uh, Not hundred percent. Another... Michael Bradley was there. Yeah, for that's true. <laughs> I forgot Michael Bradley. <laughs> Michael Bradley and outdoor Yeah, those like... guys
0: are the main <laughs> holdovers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was.
0: Uh, oh my gosh, I was gonna find. Uh, um... While you're doing that, I can look at U.S. Soccer's top ten moments of the of. Oh, that's from just this year. Never mind. Um,
1: so, someone had uh, uh, the team of the decade.
0: And for just the like men's and women's? Or just just men's,
1: men's, yeah. And they had uh, Josie up top, Pool Sick, I remember seeing this, yeah. Landon Donovan, Clint Dempsey up there. Then in the middle, Michael Bradley, Jermaine Jones, Demarcus Beasley. Left back, John <laughs> Brooks and Bocanegra. Fabian Johnson and back and Yedlin Beasley. on the right with Tim Howard in goal. <laughs> Wait, who are the center backs? John Brooks and Bocanegra.
0: I'd agree with that. Fabian Johnson was better than than Beasley at left back.
1: Don't no. Don't insult
0: Beasley. I mean, that guy... That's not an insult. <laughs> Beasley was he was the best in the 1980s team. <laughs> he had an unbelievable resurgence. Anyways. All right, so moving what's forward. coming up? This
1: decade is over. We're moving on. The men's team, we have uh, January camp coming up. I heard from Greg that we're he's, we he's going to bring up some uh, uncapped young ones, like uh, you know Soto, Yanez, maybe. Soto Mayor, Yes. <laughs>
0: She's playing? That's exciting. S- <laughs> I didn't know if she was even training.
1: Uh, <laughs> no, Soto, man, the man from the World Cup. Uh, the Youth World Cup and uh, oh, that's right. it. I remember
0: that now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so he's bringing up a bunch of young players. Um, we'll have a January camp, February one. I don't know if I can. Say Who do we it.
0: play? Do we know? Um, don't know. It hasn't been announced yet.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, but is it uh, in California? Do
0: we know that? Yeah. Okay.
1: And then uh, obviously we have some uh, away games in March. They already announced Netherlands. We're looking to have one more in Europe, oh, yeah. which is going to be awesome. And huge uh, to see where we're at.
0: Nobody likes going to Amsterdam.
1: That sounds no awful. one.
0: It's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> we had we uh, had some good history in Amsterdam. Speaking of Bobby two, Wood, didn't he score one of or two goals against? Those them? are the
1: two best games I remember in a long time. That's we not them World in Cup. Who, England? Germany, or Germany, the same That's right. same week, and we beat them both. I believe I think we tied one. No, we beat Germany in Cologne. I'm pretty sure I was at the game. Cologne. And then we came from behind against Netherlands to win that game. I remember that or something like that.
0: I remember that because, (laughs) do you you know how I remember that? Uh, This pertains a little bit, right? Uh, It was a midday game on like a Wednesday and I had to work, but you guys were at Captain Jack's and I was like, I'll be there at three o'clock and the game ended at like one or whatever it was. And I remember getting there and we were going to watch, we were going to watch the replay. And I said, if it's a good game, stick around and you can watch the replay with me and i showed up at four o'clock and uh the replay started at five and i showed up and there was still like 10 of you there and you're all wasted <laughs> and you're like and i'm like it must have been a good game and and because i knew nothing about it I'd avoided it and you guys were all shit faced and we sandwashed <laughs> watched the game and you came over and like Grabbed me on the shoulders like 10 times like, Corey, you're in for it. You don't even know it. Oh, it's going to be so good. <laughs> oh, that was fun. That was like a Wednesday. Oh, oh yeah. That's really good.
1: Oh, That was before it. Uh, no, the Germany game was before I, no, after I think it was the Netherlands. So game. I went to the Germany game. So I must have left right after that game. So I must have been done working and like I'm heading to. Maybe Klong. it wasn't you. It might
0: have been somebody else. It might but have been me like I wasn't at the people. I wasn't at the Netherlands game. I think we did beat Germany
1: two one. I'm telling you, these are the two best games. And <laughs> friendlies, I, as far as friendlies, friendlies go. Oh yeah. my god! In like a week, I remember after those two games, we're like we're gonna win the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, use that as
0: <laughs> caution for this Nebraska basketball <laughs> team that won two games and now is losing to all these shit teams.
1: Oh man, remember those days? Yeah, so amazing. I when
0: we were beating good teams?
1: What ha- what would you say
0: if we beat the Netherlands in March? Ah, uh, that it's a friendly <laughs> and the worst not any better or worse than we think we are. <laughs> honestly, jeez, no, Gordon. it's honest. I mean, it's true. Like friendlies don't mean a hill of beans. I, I think the first half of the friendly means a lot, and like when you have your actual starters and they're dialed in and they're playing this, the scheme and the game plan and you're not, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, and winning them, I think can mean a lot. We're still talking about two fr- meaningless friendly. Yeah. So like,
1: I still talk about the, Argentina I feel like games friendly is- tied zero, zero in the rain. It was like one of my favorite games to be at. Yeah.
0: Well they're yeah. I mean, you're in Europe. That game's going to be fun no matter what. Yeah. But
1: away games are the best. I think away I, games are the best.
0: AO away days. <laughs> I love playing against away games. Oh my gosh. T- Taylor Martinez. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I don't know. I think watching friendlies on TV, the first half is fascinating. There's a lull always from about the start of the second half to about the 75th minute. And then they're like, oh, it gets competitive and they really want to win. And then it's kind of back and forth and both teams open up. And you sub in a few new guys, and um, but I can't wait for those games. That'll be fun.
1: Yeah, and we got the Nations Cold. League. Uh, after that, semifinals, so did, right? Yeah, semis and final.
0: Who do we? Wait, are we? You think we'll play Mexico in the semis, not the final? No,
1: we play We'll play Mexico in the final. <laughs> Duh. I know. Of course, they set it up that way. Of course,
0: they did. <laughs> Who do we play in the semis? Jamaica? No. Nope. Uh, Trinidad and Tobago? No. Nope. Uh, Panama? No. Nope is any is any uh indicator yeah so hopefully we play Make us furious
1: mexico in the final those are both in june either way so I now we have Rico
0: or mexico would be fun
1: yeah then we have january camp uh the march friendlies probably a smaller stuff We have olympic qualifying june. for the ladies yeah that's coming up in january it's gonna be awesome get tickets was that in texas uh the first uh first three games are in houston texas tickets are available um uh, the next games will be... Houston in January? And <laughs> the fantastic. next games are going to be in L.A. StubHub Center, whatever it's called now.
0: It's not Carson. that. Yeah, it's called something else.
1: It's oh, like I know. And uh, she believes it's going to happen again in March
0: for the women's. I enjoy that tournament. I mean, I know it's a completely manufactured tournament, but... It's always the best team. Yeah, it's the best teams in the world, so it's enjoyable.
1: And you got the Olympics also, so hopefully our U23s and our men's team can also make it because we know the women are going to make it. There's there's no doubt in my mind. 100% chance.
0: Yeah,
1: Um, I agree. And uh, I think it would be absolutely amazing to go to Tokyo and watch. There would be a game a day or a game every other day for like two weeks if both the men and women make it.
0: Ooh, that would be fun. Like how awesome would that be? Well, if June and July were any indicator, it's going to be tough. (laughs) Well, the men's or the gold cup and the women's world cup was a long month for us, but it was fun. Yeah. Super fun. Oh yeah. It's just a lot. Well,
1: at least these games are in the same vicinity. It's like open wide for some U (laughs) S soccer. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Don't talk about the women's world cup and the gold cup going on at the same time. That was insane. Like at least on the, on the back end of things on the AO side. But speaking of AO, we have some, a new shirt got yeah, a new shirt yeah designed by ashley again she's a resident designer because she's fantastic <laughs> yeah uh and uh she's cool. out of uh AO orlando i like it um, got the
0: red logo this year on a blue shirt
1: yeah i think it's i think it's pretty solid and they start shipping out to january one get your
0: membership um do we have them in yeah we got them the in. the back end i mean yeah,
1: yeah you get yourself one Corey. have you one not seen it
0: I've seen it. I saw a proto, hmm. but I, uh, I didn't know if we got him in time. That's good. Yeah. good we work. got a brand new American outlaws digital member card that
1: goes into your Apple and Google pay wallet. I got that. Heck yeah. So now like cool. some chapters like are checking people in, you get rewarded. Uh, you can use it, uh, different events and events or, you know, uh, any member exclusive events. Uh, we may use it for different uh, sort of uh, things at night before is tailgates. Um, like at captain Jack's you get 10% off your bar tab every single day. If you show it, there's other like uh, chapter bars, deals around the country as well too. Uh, you can show it to anyone else to prove that yeah. you're a member. Every time and- I
0: go to my daycare, uh, it pops up on my phone. You're near Captain Jack's use this for 10% off. <laughs>
1: we also, I don't uh, need that. At we also promote drinking all the time.
0: Seven thirty seven 30 in the morning on a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. They are not open at seven. I know you try it. Knock on the door and all you want. <laughs> they were open on boxing day. It also, it also
1: tells you when the next game is and all that stuff. We're working on an app coming up this next year. Um, uh, we're working on a lot of different stuff.
0: We could have said that last year. <laughs> oh My gosh. We're getting oh my there. Gosh. We're getting there.
1: Yeah. We have a uh, we have a few people uh, on <laughs> that help us. Yeah. And we try to get things done as much as we can. We have a lot of stuff planned for a lot of games coming up next year. Think about last year, how many games there were. The women played what 25, 26, something like that. The men played uh, 15. 15. That's like almost 40 games. Yeah. That we were at last year. That we were Where
0: at Where they go,
1: we'll follow. So uh, if you want to be a part of something that is at every single game, and there's almost 40 of them, it's not easy, but we do it. We do it for you. We do it for the teams. We do it for the um, players.
0: And the players love it. We're going to do it again it. in
1: 2020. Uh, do you want to say, Corey, that we did raise the membership price
0: this you year? You what? Uh, you mean you can't keep it the same low, low price for It has been eternity? 25
1: for uh, a while. Uh, we did move it up to 30.
0: What a ripoff I know I'm just kidding $30. there's gonna be a lot of
1: there's gonna be a lot of games, a lot of stuff happening coming up. We want to do more too chapters get five dollars per membership as well that we want them to do more with Nice. on a local level
0: um, Gosh, yeah so you're telling me out of that thirty dollars five of that dolo- five of those dollars goes directly to my local chapter. yeah, is that correct? yeah always has been. yeah, awesome. I know we need to get them to use it and if they're not using those funds and doing cool stuff. Tell your chapter leaders. You got this money. I handed you this five dollar bill. We've had some buy buses to
1: games, uh, free beer and a free keg at viewing parties just for showing up.
0: There's a lot of stuff that you can do. Yeah, a lot of chapters are using it, using all their money in a perfect way to bring uh, members together to watch US games. Yeah, we also
1: started a. Well, we're starting a uh, philanthropic arm called AO Impact. Working on saw a tweet building fields yesterday. now, it's working on
0: $2,000 for something in uh, California. Oh, somewhere yeah, there's California. three things I was going to say. I mean, Sorry, go ahead.
1: well, St. Louis chapter, they did a big toy drive around the holidays, had this massive table full of toys, which is amazing. Modesto and uh, Oakland both had holiday parties that they uh, earned over a grand or so. They earned a lot of money for local charities. Boston Ball, who's like, that's does been like, going for oh, a decade. Now, oh, yeah. probably right. I don't know what they. I don't know how much they do uh, every time, but it's thousands. Ameri- two America scores, Boston, Boston scores. Boston scores. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a lot of chapters doing amazing stuff. So we're trying to amplify them, help them out more, but also do some stuff on a national level, uh, too. We got some interviews coming out that we did. Went to uh, Chicago, got interviews with uh, Old Earn Dog. Earn Dog, that's what we call him. <laughs> we went from Mister Stewart to Ernie to now Earn Dog. You guys, he you guys really it. hit it off. He loves Earn Dog. <laughs> If you see him next time, call him Earn Dog. He loves it. <laughs> I'm sure he does.
0: <laughs> I don't. Th- I don't believe I've ever met Ernie Stewart. I don't think. How did you did you uh, enjoy your time with him? Was he welcoming to you?
1: Uh, it was via Facetime, uh, so this interview wasn't. But I did meet him at the board meeting. Oh, that's right. Okay. Um, here's an interesting thing too. Like Carlos Bocanegra also helped intro that sort of U.S. Men's National Team technical update. So he has. Well, he's on the players' he fingerprint. He's into on the. It
0: board Or on the players yeah, board Yeah so it was Lori right?
1: Lindsay She was there too yeah. I met her and she was awesome
0: She's been in this very room Before yeah. Lori Lindsay hmm. She was in Lincoln I didn't know She
1: actually came in here
0: Pretty sure I, wasn't, I know I wasn't
1: around I know you guys met her And I wasn't around
0: Yeah that was um, by that was by design. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's probably true. That's also, that's also why she's not getting back to me. She's like, "Oh, I want to I want to work with American Outlaws," and then I yeah. I contacted her and she hasn't got back to me. So I think that's aside. she's very nice. <laughs> she's
0: hard to get a hold of. I yeah. found that to be the case. I mean, uh, she's with, awesome when you get a hold of her. Yeah,
1: we <laughs> talked with Greg, uh, and we talked with uh, Brian Romedia. Not too many people know who Brian Romedia is, but you know Dan Flan, who's stepping aside in the CEO, gave us a little update on like the search on that CEO. Uh, Ernie's search on the GM, uh, for the, uh, for the men's team and all that stuff. But Brian Remedy, uh, he's super open. We asked him a lot of tough questions. He answered it. was a 40 minute interview. So if you can stand watching a YouTube video for 40 minutes,
0: are you talking in it?
1: I am. I'm, so, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't even want to watch these videos because I kid. hate. Have you not? Seen, oh, they haven't sent it to you. They sent them to me. Uh, uh, I need to get the downloadable versions, <laughs> but, um, I haven't watched them because I just don't like watching myself.
0: Yeah, I don't like watching you either. Uh, <laughs> do, <laughs> two things. Are, you got more that you want to cover?
1: Uh, huh, is that it? I
0: don't know. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah.
1: I forgot. Uh, in January, we got about 40 chapters doing the AO Gamers Cup, nice. which is our sixth one. Where, it's super fun. Oh, dude, so much fun. This and is it's the only time gaming. I pick up a gamer <laughs> control, by the way. I mean, me too. They always put me and Corey together at least once because it's super entertaining on how bad it we is. we both suck. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but there's 40 chapters doing it. Uh, we'll be promoting that and look on uh, our blog and on our website to uh, get which 40 chapters and uh, get the link to register. Um, and if your chapter's not doing it, talk to them. Um, we have these abilities to uh, Do this stuff for our chapters And we're giving them the ability to do it And EA is providing the games and uh, the trophies Hold and your all chapter stuff.
0: leaders accountable
1: Yeah, we're yeah. trying to do a lot of the stuff that's, We'd like to do more um, you know. We're trying to provide resources Yeah, yeah. we're so trying to keep chapters. growing and Everything for the team, everything for you The community um, But most of all, next year, there's going to be a lot of games There's going to be 40 games, we're going to be at every one of them We're going to try to do more We'll still be there for the events, still be there in the stadium. Let us know what you think we should do as well, too. But we have a lot going on. Yeah. Qualifying starts next year, Corey. August, September. September. My goodness. Qualifying. Average age, for lowest it's ever been. For <laughs> Cutter. Can't wait. Cutter.
0: <laughs> That's a thing we actually have to think about. Oh, my God. That's an amazing thing. Uh, bold prediction for 2020. Who do you think will be the CEO of uh, U.S. Soccer?
1: See, I don't know. That's a good question. i, I, I That's why it's There's bold a lot sure. of people. My pick, Sarah from...
0: Palin. <laughs> I think she's got what it takes. She's not busy. <laughs>
1: what? I would have never guessed you would ever say that name. Not even with this context. Not even with this context. Just like pick. ever. I don't think I'd ever thought you'd say that. I name. know.
0: She's an outsider pick. She's a renegade. Or what, what, what. Uh, I think it will be an outsider. That's you really right. think so? Yeah. Wow. You want to bet on it? We should bet on it.
1: Yeah. What do you want to bet? Next podcast. An icing. They won't decide this by next podcast. Picardy ice okay. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is that what the kids Joe. call it? <laughs> yeah. For sure. <laughs> All
0: right. Yeah. I I think it'll be. I'm I'm gonna say insider for the okay. sake of the bet. I I really do think I'm gonna win too. I'm. Yeah. I think it'll be an insider. You think it's an outsider?
1: I mean, I think it should be an
0: outsider. Well, yeah, I think so too.
1: <laughs> now, if they make that decision, just because I, I don't think they—they're an they institution in need of yeah. new ideas. Yeah, I, I do think that. New way. Of a lot thinking. of good
0: people work there. We, we, you they know, do. it's it's easy to hurl a lot of stones that way, but there a lot of good people work there, and they work their asses off, and they live for it, and they want to do good. Um, I think they would benefit from some new ideas coming in from the outside for sure. And a fresh look on things. Like I think a lot of places would, so, Mm -hmm. you know, um, so you're you're saying outsider. I'm saying insider. Cool.
1: Next prediction.
0: Uh, Ooh, you're asking me for a bold prediction. Is that what you're Yeah. Give me
1: another, let's do another one.
0: Uh, who's our leading goal scorer in 2020 on the men's and women's side, (sighs) women's side, Ooh,
1: that's a good one. Uh, uh that's so. Women's tricky. side
0: is tough. Um, I'm going to say. Hmm. Frick. Because no. Alex Morgan's out half the year. Yeah. At least, having uh, her first child. Um, who was our leading goal scorer last year? Did you say for the women? Carly Lloyd. Carly fucking Lloyd. We got a new coach, so we have no idea. I know. I'm going to say Rose Lavelle just because she's the best, even though she's not necessarily a goal scorer. Yeah. But, I mean, she scored one of the – probably my favorite women's goal ever, I would say, that I've – yeah, I'm going to say my favorite women's goal ever. Hmm. That goal in the final. Hmm. And Hmm. then fucking FIFA – sorry, effing FIFA took it down. They had that 10 minutes of pure bliss, which was – 12 different video angles and slow-mo of that goal. And it was the best 12 minutes or 10 minutes you've ever watched. And then they took it down for rights reasons. Yeah. Thanks FIFA. (laughs) Keep the game in the fans' hearts or whatever. I mean, awesome. Why?
1: Yeah. If it's not like a Kristen press, or
0: I'll bet you a hundred ices. It's not going to be, or or.
1: Alex Morgan. Like the only like new Ford that really played was Kristen Hamilton.
0: It's it's not going to be her.
1: So it's 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 up in the air for sure. Well, who's your bold prediction? That's the point. Kristen Press. She's the best. Oh,
0: God. We got to put money on this. <laughs> <laughs> That's a horrible pick. <laughs> she can't score goals. She's an assist.
1: Uh, well, assist. just watch. Assist just watch, Corey.
0: Am I going to get ice twice here?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Ice twice, it's so nice. Okay, All right. And then the men's side... Uh, goal scorer of the year. I'm going to say giassi Sardis. <laughs> he was. <laughs> was he last year? Yes, he was. Yeah, I think he will be again. What? For better or worse. I think it's true. You don't think like
1: Sargent will break out? I thought that last year. I know. I think he's got uh, the ceiling
0: to do it. I hope
1: he... What if Josie gets ceiling. healthy and uh, starts playing? Do you think he's... Uh...
0: The future? <laughs> he's not the
1: future. <laughs> I but think we he's don't, a good striker. We don't necessarily yeah. need the future in most of the games next year.
0: You're right. I think Josie will probably... Should start over Sardes, and he will probably score more goals than Sardis. He, um, he is a better finisher than Sardes for sure.
1: I mean, what if Soto and others just have like that breakout for game? Soto
0: Soto, I remember being amazed by. I don't remember much about him. I remember thinking he was really, really good.
1: I mean, I'm excited to see who he calls up on the January camp because uh, there's going to be a lot of new caps. And we I'm find excited. that out. We probably find that out. They're supposed soon. to announce it before Christmas, but they did not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so awesome. who knows i hear before new Change year's you can believe in <laughs> before new year's everyone out there so we have a lot of stuff coming out look for those interviews from greg er, mr stewart Erndog, uh and brad ramidi <laughs> look for the january camp roster uh the announcement of the january camp game get uh, your
0: 2020 member shirt
1: get your member shirt uh when does that price increase happen is it start of the january year one yeah nice it's yeah. F- it's five freaking so dollars. You sign spend up more than that tomorrow and you, and you save five bucks per day and you get discounts on tickets. We're talking to you soccer about ticket pricing
0: too. And, uh, big year coming up. They're all big years. This, big this year, this year, uh, here, one last bold prediction and then we'll sign off. Yeah. Will Greg burhalter be the manager of the U S men's national team on December 31st, 2020.
1: <laughs> I like this one.
0: It's tough. Um, I'm gonna say no. I mean, I'll say yeah. I think <laughs> we're gonna be into qualifying at that time. I don't know why. I'm just saying no. I I we're don't. Trying think, to think what's uh, gonna
1: what would lose his job because we're gonna beat Honduras lo- in the, the Nations f- League. The January camp doesn't matter. Those March friendly in September.
0: I know. If we win, if we lose one of our first two games, he's definitely on okay. the hot seat,
1: right? Well, January camp, he's bringing in young players. We're not playing anyone crazy. March, yeah, we're playing crazy people, but they'll say, like, well, systems, we're working on progress. Uh, Nations League, we have Honduras, we should be, We play Mexico. If we lose to Mexico, it's like, that's where we're at. That's and, and if we beat Mexico, then he's going to have the job. <laughs> For life. <laughs> and uh, in in a meaningless in game. The Nations League. Well, <laughs> it's kind of important. And then you get into qualifying in August, September, and now you're, like, four games deep by qualifying?
0: Yeah, four games if... If he goes two and two in those four games, I think he's gonna still be the manager. But if he only wins one of those four games, hmm. that's like.
1: So you're betting on only winning one of the four? I don't even know qualifies. who we're playing
0: or where yet, but I'm just saying, I'm taking I'm taking a stance. Hmm. I I would say it's a seventy five percent chance he is the manager on December. No, 31st. we
1: actually have. It looks like we have six match days in 2020. For the hex.
0: Really. Is that right? September Yeah, September, October, and November. I think there's match days on every one of those.
1: So he could go six games?
0: Yeah. Wow. So if he, yeah, he, right. he better be have right. at least three wins out of those six.
1: I mean you're like you're two thirds of the way done
0: <laughs> at that point. He better win every home game. <laughs> like if he loses a home game, I think he I don't know. A three-fifths I don't know if done, they fire yeah. him. If he loses a home game to anyone other than Mexico in, in the Hex, I think they might fire him. Yeah, he
1: did he did mention
0: that when i we was talking to him. It's like,
1: you know how hard it is to win on the road in CONCACAF?
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah. So you gotta win your you gotta win your home years. games.
1: You're right. If we don't win our home games, then yeah, that's everything. you're not gonna qualify. Yep. Uh interesting. I'll say I'll say he'll probably still have his job. All right. And yeah, so that's three ices on the line. Three ices. We're going to remember these. <laughs> we can li- listen back. Uh,
0: I listen to everyone. I listen to our podcast every single day. I start on episode one. <laughs> January 1st, I listen to episode one. January 2nd, I listen to episode two. <laughs> every year, this is what I do. And then I start over. And I go through them. Oh, I'm sorry. Seven times. I'm sorry. This is my favorite show. <laughs> <laughs> I like to listen to you talk. Yeah, this are a uh, gift from uh, my wife. They're coasters that diagram out... Uh, uh, popular or famous U.S. soccer goals.
1: Oh my God, where'd cool? you get those? Oh, I don't know where she got guys, them. This is great radio, but anyways.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I was going to test you on oh. one of them.
1: but It has a name on it.
0: Well, I was going to cover the bottom, but oh, you that's, grabbed it too that's fast. Inc-
1: that's incredible.
0: All right. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, uh, my wife gave me some posters. Everyone, diagram out have a great New Year.
1: Goals. Hope your holidays are good. We'll see you guys, we'll see you everyone, 2020. in 2020. New decade. Thanks for being here, New Yes, Thanks for being here yes, so U.S. soccer teams, we'll see you All right. Justin, thanks no, Thank you, Corey.